Comic Book Savant, episode 430. Welcome back to the Comic Book Savant Podcast. I'm your host, James Harris. This episode, we're going to be doing a TV talk episode where I go back and revisit a topic that I talked about back in episode 404, if I remember correctly, when I was uh, heard rumblings of a Cowboy Bebop um, movie or television show that was going to be in development. Um, We've since heard some updates on it, and I kind of did like a dream casting um, or if it was a film who I thought would should direct it and maybe star in the movie. But we um, now have been confirmed that Netflix has picked it up and has in a 10-episode order of adaptation of the uh, famous anime into a... Um, I guess right now it's just going to be a limited series. They, as far as what we know, we've had some ca- uh, casting announcements. We do know it's a 10 episode order but that's all we kind of have at this point i guess depending on how successful that first season is if they continue to go further uh with it but that's what we're going to focus and talk about today in this episode of comic book savant um as always before i get into the meat of the episode i'd like to give a shout out to my friends over at the comics podcast network you can find them at comicspodcast.com just a good place to go if you like the content that you hear on this podcast you want to find uh, similar content out there to listen to. It's a one-stop shop where you can go um, and where you find listings of literally hundreds of different podcasts out there uh, in the comic book realm. If you want to find something based on a particular publisher, you can find it there. Uh, a particular character or team, you have a huge variety of shows to pick and choose from. So if you have a moment, definitely stop by the Comics Podcast Network over at comicspodcast.com, and I really would appreciate it. Now, getting back to the the meat or the crux of this episode, as I wanted to go back and revisit it, I, you know, since we've gotten a few more announcements uh, about where we're going with the show, the casting struck me as a little strange, especially for some of the characters. Now, the main uh, characters from Cowboy Bebop is Spike Spiegel, Vicious uh, is the main, main antagonist on the show, or villain, and then you have Faye Valentine, Jet Black, and um, some other uh, supporting ca- uh, characters, Edward, um, Julia, but right now they cast four main characters that we're aware of, uh, Spike Spiegel, Vicious, Faye Valentine, and Jet Black, which are the core characters of, of the show. Ed pops in and out, and it's a very quirky type character. Now, when I talked about it previously, I talked about someone that I thought would be a cool for Spike would be like either John Krasinski or like a Taylor Kitsch. What we got is a John, John Cho. And now he, he's mainly been known for his comedic acting and his appearances uh, and comedic performances. Now, um, he did a movie earlier this year or the end of last year called Searching. That was a little bit more of a dramatic turn for him. 
that um, I heard got rave reviews. I've not personally seen the movie, but I've just when I think of John Cho, I think of I don't think of Spike Spiegel immediately, but and this was the concern that I had that I spoke about in the previous episode of if it was going to be done uh, through development uh, through Netflix that I just worried about what the quality, the casting, you know, production considerations uh, because it was such a groundbreaking uh, revolutionary anime. How would that translate over to the small screen without costing millions per episode to produce? It's now... If you're unfamiliar with Cowboy Bebop, do yourself a favor. Definitely check out the anime. Um, I will uh, try to put notes down in the episode uh, notes for this. I'll do some research to see where you can find it uh, streaming. Uh, If you can for free, you might just have to buy it. I've owned Cowboy Bebop for a while. Um, I originally um, had it on DVD and I ripped it to digital when I got rid of all my um, DVDs and Blu-rays. So I've had it, you know, the the uh, original 26 episode series for a while now. Um, it was released if it was released back in Japan in 1998. Um, later, it came to the U.S. around 2001 as a part of Cartoon Network's uh, Adult Swim block, where that's where I really first saw it, and then later loved it so much, then purchased it. Um, and sometimes I think they still play the reruns. Uh, it's kind of hard to catch it, but like I said, I'll do more research and I'll put it in the show notes links, uh, or, or a little side note. I'll put it at the end of the episode to let you know where you can find it or if you can stream it anywhere. Um, but it's, you can definitely find it like in Walmart, uh, Best Buy, things like that. It's a very popular anime. So if you go, you don't you know, decide to want to check it out. You can find it readily. It's readily available Amazon places like that, um, pretty easily. Uh, and it was this, you know, hugely popular. And they also had the original twenty-six episode run. Then they had a movie that was theatrically released called Cowboy Bebop Knocking on Heaven's Door, which was um, came out after the anime had completed maybe like a year after, but where it's set is actually between, if I remember correctly, um, between it's, um, this story takes place between episode like 24 and 25 of the anime series. It's kind of, uh, what happened in between the panels. Like we do sometimes in comics, you have those side stories or go back and they have those filler stories, uh, that, you know, meanwhile over here type deal, um, which is a really good movie, nicely done, and you can get that separately. I don't think I've seen a box set, a complete box set yet, that has the whole series and the movie bundled with it. But again, I could be wrong, and I'll put whatever I can find in the um, in the show notes at the uh, um, at the end of all this. Um, but it's you know super you know fun. It's a um, dystopian kind of future where you're following this ragtag bunch of uh, bounty hunters as they're trying to make their way and survive uh, in outer space. It has like a spaghetti western. It mixes a whole bunch of different cultures. Again, it was, you know, created over in Japan, but it has western sensibilities of the western spaghetti western feel to it. It mixes in a lot of American culture in with the Japanese culture. Uh, so it was it just awesome music the soundtrack is so unique and and jazzy and just 
upbeat. It's just a unique experience. Like you got to take in. Uh, and the breakdown they kind of give for the television show is roughly what it is for the anime. And it, this is as follows. The space Western story follows Spike Spiegel and his ragtag crew of bounty hunters or cowboys as they're called, as they try to capture the galaxy's worst criminals and survive the unexpected dangers they encounter throughout space, sometimes saving the world in the process, but always leaving millions in damage. And that's kind of like the best summary I could give for like Cowboy Bebop is that right there. Um, but again, like if you see the anime and you look at John Cho and you know, I'm not really sure. Um, Alex, uh, Hassel is, um, cast as vicious. I'm not familiar with him at all. Um, I can't think of anything offhand that I've seen him in as an actor. Uh, you know, offhand, but I know John Cho. Um, Daniela uh, Pineda is Faye Valentine. I know her mainly um, just looking her up from like the Vampire Diaries and the um, what the originals. I think it was on the CW. Not a show that I watched. I've seen her face from like commercials when I you know looked her up on IMDb. I was like, okay, I remember you know seeing her when I used to watch the CW. Uh, DC shows, you know, when they were always showing promotions, like seeing her face, nice looking, doesn't really strike me as much as Faye, but she, she kind of, she's a beautiful woman. She kind of fits that, you know, likely not, you know, kind of, but not initially who I would kind of see in my head. But I, again, I've not seen her in anything to see kind of what her personality is in relation to the, the Faye character. Cause she's a very unique, quirky uh, character. And, um, now Jet Black was an interesting, I think this was the most intriguing and what has me kind of interested in this show. Now I went with my pick for Jet was someone like Vin Diesel, or even, I, I even said someone like Braun Strowman from WWE. If you see how the character is designed and how he's drawn in anime, he's this bigger kind of guy. Now, the person they cast for Jet is Mustafa uh, Sakir. I've seen him in Luke Cage Season 2. He was Bush uh, Bushmaster, and he's a phenomenal actor. It was the first time I've really seen him in anything, and he was so great in that. And I'm like, though he doesn't necessarily look the part because he's this hulking kind of guy, but I feel like he has the acting chops that he can carry Jet, like, awesomely. I feel like that's the best casting because he's the one I'm most familiar that could do an action-y, um, he could fill the role of, of watching the anime. And I've watched the anime, like, I don't know how many times all the way through, like, over the years. Um... You know, I've probably watched that whole series at least four times all the way through. And most of the time, like, I will do it in a sitting. I think the last time I watched it was around the time I did the last episode um, of talking about it, TV talk, talking about it, uh, episode 404. I think I just went through watching the whole series and the movie. Like, when I do it, I watch it in order of the whole series, and then I watch the movie in between the episodes and then finish off the series. And it was just so ahead of its time. I wish it was more episodes than the, the 26 and the one movie that we have, but I just kind of treasure it. That's why I'm kind of hyped about seeing the possibilities of seeing what could happen. I feel like, and this is why I felt like it to be properly done. I felt, I feel like it could it probably would serve best as a movie, but it's a lot of story when you think about if you're trying to adapt from a 20 
six episode, then, you know, uh, two hour or two hour, hour and a half ish movie into a two hour or two and a half hour movie, maybe a TV show, but I, I'm just hoping. And I mean, I can't complain. A lot of the Netflix original shows have gotten better in their production and they look good and they're good. I've, you know, I've watched my, my wife is a huge watcher of Netflix and, and been, you know, she watches so much like TV. Like when she has her downtime, she will just watch Netflix and just different shows. And like, I will sit down and watch certain shows with her, certain things I would like never watch, but, and I'm amazed by how high from the beginning with certain, the Netflix original shows to now, like the production and the look of the shows, they're putting a lot of money into these shows. And I feel like they have to, for this to be even remotely successful, that they would have to put some dollars behind it because you're talking about outer space, spaceships, the sets and all that. It, they got to go full in. They can't like really short change it at all. Um, but again, it's going to be interesting with the initial cast that they have announced. This is all the casting they've announced. They still have to cast Edward, which is a, a integral part of the show. Uh, Julia's kind of if they if they follow the the story of the anime, which they really haven't said yet. Like, is this going to be like picking up after the anime, or this is going to be adapting? Um, from the original 26 episodes. So it still remains to be seen. They haven't even announced when this is going to come out. I don't know if it's going to be this year or it's not going to be until like 2020. Cause these, these casting announcements were made uh, just if, in between the time I did episode four or four. And now like it was just announced at the time I did that, that it was being picked up by Netflix. And that's all we kind of knew at that point. Now they've had casting. I don't know when they're going into the filming. Uh, so it's interesting. So um, I'll keep you guys updated. I wanted to do just the follow-up because I'm like really, really uh, curious. We're getting, you know, we're getting so many shows with the um, inclusion of so many uh, new streaming networks that are popping up. You know, we have things like, it's, it's so much TV out there now. We have DC Universe. We have um, Disney Plus that's going to be coming around the corner in, uh, what, November. And it's going to be a lot of original content there. That's comic book, anime, like, in our kind of realm. Um, a lot of shows have gotten canceled because of, like, the um, Disney Fox merger. We, we're losing a ton of shows from that. And new shows are sprouting up. Um, so I thought this was an interesting one to talk about because it's a beloved anime of, of, of mine. I don't, you know, I don't read of, I've dabbled in manga here and there, but I mainly got into anime in my, um, ooh, early twenties here and there, early, early mid twenty. No, no mid, mid late twenties. I got, um, heavy in anime and, um, it was like cowboy bebop. Um, Trigun were um, some of the first ones I kind of checked out. Of course, you know, a lot of people have seen like a, different things like Akira. That's a big one. Uh, the, you know, Taika Waititi is, um, 
you know, is going to direct the the live action version of Akira, uh, Ghost in the Shell, where a lot of famous ones. So um, it's always interesting. I thought I kind of could include it in this realm because it's I feel like it's a comic book related. It was a manga after I think right after the series ended that they did. I've never been able to find it. I was doing research. I do know it exists, but it's hard to get your your hands on. Um, I would love to read it at some point, but I would have to find it. So um, it's definitely interesting. There's a lot of new interesting things on the horizon when it comes to more long form um, storytelling with these these adaptations from the comic and cartoon medium. Um, and we're going to be getting more of them. And I'm kind of excited. I, 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 you know, I know I haven't covered a lot of TV recently within like the past year. And honestly, I kind of got burnt out. I just, it was so much to cover just like even with the CW shows alone. Um, then Fox had their shows like the gifted then effects had what American gods then um, a legion, then, you know, shows on Hulu with Runaways and, and Freeform with Cloak and Dagger. All shows that I kind of want to check out. Then Sci-Fi has um, Krypton. But it's now on DC Universe. So I can go back and watch that first season because I know season two is going to be coming soon. Then we had the Netflix shows, which I still covered as they came out. But, you know, all of those have been canceled. And we uh, I just saw before recording this episode that we got the announcement trailer of the finally of the release date for Jessica Jones, which is going to be June uh, 14th. So that's coming right around the corner. But that's going to be the final season. And that that ends all the Netflix shows, Marvel Netflix shows at that point. All the other ones have been canceled and even Jessica Jones has been canceled. They made the announcement in conjunction to the uh, announcement after Punisher season two. Uh, came out that they were, you know, that Punisher was being canceled and Jessica Jones season three would be the final season. And that concludes all of the Netflix shows being uh, canceled. So, uh, which is a shame. I'm still kind of sad about that because I enjoyed all the shows and I felt like shows like um, um, Iron Fist that had a rocky first season really recuperated well in the second season. And I was looking forward to what would happen in a third. Um, and we're not going to get that. So who knows what might happen down the line with like, you know, Disney plus and, you know, um, deals have came out that, um, what is it? Um, um, the other shareholder in Hulu basically has a deal that, um, Well, already Disney, because they got Fox's shares in Hulu with their own, they already are the majority shareholder, so they share owner in Hulu. So, you know, it's even things coming out that, you know, um, you know, and they've had a huge announcements of of new Marvel shows that's going to be coming out on Hulu. So, like, it's it's so much that's going to be coming TV wise for us down the pike. And it's just, I don't know how we're going to have time to consume it all. Um, you know, good thing with with um, these streaming services, you can binge most of the things. I mean, you know, the biggest hurdle with DC Universe is you can't. They do weekly releases. Um, but even with the Marvel shows like on Hulu, they did that originally. But I know like with um, the Runaways, they put everything out so you could binge it. 
and then it's there and then when you do have time you can go back and watch the whole thing so as i'm hoping this summer i can catch up on um some of the the um some of the TV shows I missed during the during the season that now that the seasons are ending, they're hitting, especially like the CW shows, they're hitting Netflix immediately. Uh, so I can go back and kind of watch some of those shows. But it was just, it took too much away from other content that I wanted to make on the channel. And I think you guys were just as burnt out as me because the, you know, the, um, the response to the episodes, those, the, the, when I was doing more TV talk episodes, became less and less so i I didn't want to um you know push it and i really just got burnt out and it was it was like i was spending so much time watching television shows i wasn't reading comics and i wanted to get back to reading more comics so i just made a decision so what i can watch during like this the summer uh, now that the shows are, are taking their summer hiatus i can catch up on some stuff here and there but again then we have so many movies that are coming out uh, too, so you got to kind of pick and choose your battles, but um, it's so much more to come. I'm really excited to see where everything is going. We still have, you know, a couple of months. We have um, San Diego Comic Con. We're going to get a lot of TV announcements there. Then we also have D23, and I'm assuming at D23 we're going to get some major, more information and more announcements when it comes to. Uh, Marvel Phase 4, as far as the movie front is concerned, between San Diego Comic-Con and D23 and the Marvel TV shows that are going to be rolling out when Disney Plus, Plus launches it launches in November. I don't know why I got so tongue-tied on that, but we got a lot to look forward to, so I will do a little bit more coverage, but I don't know how deep I'll go into the shows. Um, and certain times too, I split it up because, you know, if you guys don't respond to the content, well here, I might review like a TV show over on the YouTube channel, uh, to try to get a bigger audience for that, you know, uh, but I will try to keep it, you know, even as possible when Jessica Jones comes out, I will do like I've always done in the past. I will do a non-spoiler video review for the YouTube channel and I will do a spoiler, uh, episode here on the podcast as normal. Like I always do with the Marvel Netflix shows. There's no need to change that for the last one. Uh, but far as some of the other shows I, you know, like that I watch, I have the only thing recent that I've watched is the first episode of agents of shields, newest season. So I gotta get, and I think I'm one or two already behind. So I need to catch up on that as well. But, um, if I do any reviews for TV right now, they'll probably be on the YouTube channel. So look there first, if it's not Jessica Jones, and that will definitely be here on the channel. The spoiler review will be here on the channel for you guys, but that's all I really have for this episode. Let me know. You know, email me. You can always email me at comicbooksavant at gmail.com or you can go, just go to comicbooksavant.com and go to the contact me page. You can type an email directly from the website. Let me know if you kind of are you, have you ever watched Cowboy Bebop? Um, if so, do you think it's a good, a good idea for Netflix to be adapting it into a 10 episode series? Um, or if you haven't, are you interested? You know, let me know kind of your thoughts about this whole new development in the casting. Um, it's way different, like I said, from kind of the recommendations I threw out back in episode 404. But, you know, I'm always open to see because they can always, um, 
be surprised by the performances themselves and, you know, how the costumes are looking. We're still a ways from that. Like I said, we just got announcements of four cast members. So still some more casting that needs to be done. And we don't know specifically when this is going to be going into production right now. I would assume sometime this year because they're already casting. But we, we're not sure when it will actually hit Netflix's you know, service at this point. So um, it remains to be seen. And I'll do whatever updates after we get more casting and get some more solid um, release and production dates. But that's all I have for you guys for this episode of Comic Book Savant. If you haven't already, definitely hit up iTunes, leave a review. Um, I really appreciate it. It helps this channel get seen more um, and pumps his ratings up on iTunes. Uh, if you like the content I create here and you want to help support the show, you can do that by uh, becoming a Patreon. The um, It's on patreon.com forward slash comic book savant. But if you go to the website, I have um, links to the Patreon and everything there. Um, every bit of support helps for sure. Um, but again, that's all I really have for you guys for this episode. You guys have a good week. Take care. Again, I'm your host, James Harris, and this is the Comic Book Savant. You guys have a good week, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care.